Hey, it's Tito Jeff Fitoff here at It Happens on Twitter. This is the Jeff Fitoff Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We had a huge weekend in the NFL, uh, four fantastic playoff games, all decided with the, on the last play of the game. Uh, the Bengals defeated the Titans. That was a game I did pick. I did not have the Packers losing to the 49ers. I did have Rams over Buccaneers. Did not um, have the uh, the Chiefs beating the Bills. But four fantastic games. Really are. Uh, it'd be hard to top that after the previous weekend. We really um, saw some dud games. Uh, this weekend, certainly. Past weekend, certainly did not disappoint. Now we're down to four teams left. And I'm curious which... Um, matchup you most want to see in a Super Bowl, you know, which one you might least want to see. Uh, for me, the one I least want to see, I, I don't want to see 49ers Chiefs. Um, the, the 49ers don't do anything for me. I know they've had a good run. Jimmy G, though, I, I just thought out of the four teams left, I think the 49ers are probably the least intriguing to me. Um, a Bengals 49ers could be fun just based on the history of the two teams and getting a couple of, you know, the the lower seeds in there with a chance to, um, you know, to advance and you know, the, but both number six seeds, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they were. But um, anyway, so uh, see what happens there. But that, the one I want to see the most is, you know, it's Chiefs and Rams is the one I'd like to see the most. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun to have that game. But we'll see what transpires, though. But we did the four games. And the Bengals won in spite of allowing 10. That's right, 10 sacks of Joe Burrow. Uh, if they don't do a better job protecting him, the season ends next week, uh, this weekend in Kansas City. Although likely end anyway, this Kansas City team, especially at home, is very tough. Um, the Titans, it, look, they're a no man's land for me. If, if you look across the league at the quarterbacks, um, try to identify quarterbacks you think can lead a team to a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl win, I should say. It, it's not exact science. You, know, you saw Trent Dilfer with the Ravens; he led them to a Super Bowl. But uh, for the most part, you can identify players that can get you the title. I don't believe Tannehill's one of them in Tennessee, but they're they're stuck right now because of what they owe Tannehill. They can't get out from underneath it without a, a huge cap hit. So as much as I like to someone like Aaron Rodgers in Tennessee and what that team could do with that defense, the running game, the weapons they have on the outside, it's not going to happen. So I don't believe Tannehill is one of those elite quarterbacks. I think there are 10 quarterbacks that are potential Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Some have already won them. Uh, some have been to a Super Bowl, but there's only 10, I think, in the league right now, starting quarterbacks. I'm not counting the rookies, the guys who, you know, we don't know about Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, guys like that. Um, I, I don't I don't think Mac Jones is one of the 10, but there's 10 that I have on my list in no particular order that I think are capable of leading a team to a Super Bowl. Brady, obviously, Mahomes, obviously. Josh Allen, I still believe in him. Aaron Rodgers, I know. Struggles since his one Super Bowl win, but I still think he's in that class. Justin Herbert, I think, is in that class. Joe Burrow, I believe he's shown us enough in his couple of years, especially this year, he can do it. Russell Wilson's done it before. Uh, Lamar Jackson, if he can stay healthy. Matthew Stafford, I've always liked Matthew Stafford, probably more than most people, and I like what he's done with the Rams this year. I know he's had some struggles later on in the season, but I'm still a Matthew Stafford believer. And then the last one I've got, I'll probably get some uh, blowback on this, but Dak Prescott. I still think Dak Prescott can lead a team to a Super Bowl. But those are 10 names right there. And that doesn't mean other names won't be added, uh, you know, as they and they could as their careers go on and guys can be dropping off as their careers, like Matt Ryan, maybe a few years ago to be considered one. I don't see him that way anymore. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger, I don't see him as one anymore. But I think there's only those 10 quarterbacks are the only 10 that can lead a team to a Super Bowl win unless they've got 
the elite defense like the Ravens had with Trent Dilfer, um, a superb running game, and dominant special teams. So, um, you know, some of the guys I listed there are on mediocre teams uh, and don't have a chance right now of getting to the game. I mean, you know, obviously Herbert's eliminated this year. Um, guys like Prescott, Lamar Jackson also eliminated. Uh, but, you know, I think they have the potential to do it. I have not seen enough of Mac Jones. I think Jalen Hurts can win in the regular season, but in a weak division, but I can't uh, success the playoffs as we saw what happened with them against Tampa Bay. Kyler Murray's too inconsistent for me right now. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins, obviously Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, please. I don't believe in him at all. The closest one to make my list of 10 that did not was Derek Carr. I, I think that Carr, he was 11th. He was the next guy on my list. It was uh, at the end, it was between him and uh, Lamar Jackson. I took Lamar Jackson. Just think Jackson's got, I think Jack still has that capability of doing that if he can stay healthy. And with that Ravens team, I think he can certainly do it. But um, yeah, Derek Carr is the one who was just on the cusp for me as far as making, if I had a list of 11, Carr would be the guy. Don't agree with this? Let me know at that happens on Twitter. Uh, let's talk about the other games that we uh, over the weekend. 49ers surprise win over the Packers uh, in Green Bay in the snow. 49ers up 10-3, less than five minutes left punting. 49ers block the punt, touchdown, kick that uh, field goal on the last play of the game to win that one. Shocker to me. I really thought the Packers this year would make it to the Super Bowl. Um, very surprised that they got beat by San Francisco there. And surprised that Jimmy Garoppolo, another guy not on my list, but surprised Jimmy Garoppolo, though, was able to have yet another win. I think he's 4-1 now in the postseason. And Garoppolo is a he's a good game manager. When you got a weapon like Debo Samuel, when you've got – a defense that plays really well and can force turnovers and can hold teams, I think you've got a chance. And that's why Jimmy G is still advancing with San Francisco. They're going to lose at the Rams this week, I believe. But a tough loss for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And although some people are throwing in the towel on Rodgers, I still think he can lead a team to a Super Bowl. Um, will it be in Green Bay? There's talk about whether Rodgers is still wants to be in Green Bay. The Packers appear to still want him back. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, you know, what kind of team could he go to that would uh, that could compete the way the Packers are competing? It's not like there's a a, a big market out there of guys of teams that probably could afford him and also have the weapons around him to make sense. For instance, um, he's in a better situation than he'd be if he went to Denver, better than if he was in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, Las Vegas is one to keep an eye on. You know, would the Raiders and Packers entertain a car for Rodgers trade in some scenario? Of course, the Raiders have to give up some draft picks in that deal. If they would do that, if if the uh, uh, Packers and Raiders would both consider that, I could see that as a possibility. I'll, I'll address one more possibility as we get through the games here. But uh, let's talk about the Rams over the Buccaneers. Uh, that game, look, the Buccaneers had way too many injuries to overcome this week. And, um, you know, not having Curtis Godwin is huge. Offensive line issues. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the the Antonio Brown situation. The, the Buccaneers just – I thought the Rams coming in had a better situation. The fact they're playing in a warm weather thing helps the Rams uh, versus having to play like in the cold in, in uh, Green Bay. I was worried about, you know, if they had to go play in Lambeau for the NFC Championship, it'd be a Packers win, I think. But now the Rams get to host the 49ers. And – you know, I, the Rams are balanced enough. I think they're going to beat the 49ers. I like their chances of advancing there. When it comes to the Buccaneers now, we're not sure about Tom Brady's situation, if he's going to come back or not. He has been non-committal for 2022, and he says he's going to talk over the family. They'll have the biggest voice if he comes back or not. And that's the other spot where I don't think it will happen. But if Brady walked away, would 
I think Rodgers, I don't know if he'd want to go to Tampa Bay or not, but that would be the best situation for him. But those weapons, if you have Evans there, uh, if you can re-sign Godwin or, you know, some of Godwin there, that's fine. Or if they don't re-sign Godwin, if maybe Devonta Adams wants to go there as well. If the Packers want to do a total blow-up, um, maybe they can find a way to make that deal. I don't think it will happen. And I don't think Rodgers wants to follow in Brady's footsteps maybe because even if you get the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, they'll say, well, yeah, Brady won there. But, you know, so of course you can win a Super Bowl there. But that's another uh, another spot that I think um, where it'd be interesting to see Rodgers go there. I don't think it will end up happening. Uh, Chiefs over the Bills in a thriller. I mean, how many thir- – 13 seconds left. And I-, I will admit to you, and I didn't know until middle of the night who won that game because when there was 13 seconds left, I turned off the TV and went to bed. I absolutely did. I hate admitting that, but I did. The next uh, in the middle of the night, I wake up and I looked at my phone, uh, and I, oh my god, I couldn't believe what happened. I, I DVR the game, so I flipped it on and watched the end of it. But um, you can't count Mahomes out. He's got a great relationship, um, obviously with Andy Reid. You know, Reid said to, to old Mahomes that when things look grim, be the Grim Reaper, and that's exactly what Holmes did. Great game by the Bills, also. Although their defense, obviously, both defenses folded late when they needed to have key stops, um, but. That, that Kansas City. Now they're going to uh, get a chance to host Cincinnati. Like I said, I think we're staring at Kansas City Rams Super Bowl, which is fine for me. Um, but it was a phenomenal win. And like it was the best weekend of NFL football I think I've ever had in my life. I was trying to think of a, a time when um, in 1981, I'm older than all of you, so don't worry about it. But 1981, you had the, when you had the catch from Montana to Dwight Clark uh, against Dallas to lead them to the Super Bowl. They played the Bengals. The Bengals beat the Chargers rather easily, but it was a, a memorable game because it was, you know, well below zero in Cincinnati. The uh, the Ice Bowl they called it when the uh, uh, the Bengals beat the then San Diego Chargers. That led to that Bengals and um, and Forty Nine ers Super Bowl, which also was a decent one as well. But I was trying to think of some other ones. You know, the Steelers thirty five thirty one victory over the Cowboys again back in like nineteen seventy nine. I think it was was another memorable one. But um, so. Uh, it was a great weekend, though, and I doubt we'll get a repeat of that this weekend, although it would be nice if we could. We'll see what happens there. Um, now let's address the overtime issues in the NFL. I'm not sure what the right answer is on the overtime issues, but I don't want to see them go to the college format. Uh, th- the problem with the college format is it it throws records. It throws the numbers out of whack because you could have a, a, an NFL overtime. If it goes six or seven overtimes and somebody adds six or seven touchdown passes or three touchdowns scored um, to a to a record, all of a sudden the records for touchdowns in a season, touchdown receptions a season, you know, passing touchdowns, all those things can go out the window and it, it looks a bit fractured then. Uh, much like I'm pissed at baseball for the steroids era because it ruined a lot of really meaningful numbers in baseball. I think that this could also do that in the NFL. So I'm not a, not in favor of the college format. Uh, a full overtime period, I could see that. I, the only way I do that, though, is if you if you increase the rosters and you play, we're going to play a 15-minute overtime period, but everyone's got more players at their disposal. Um, if you want to play a full 15-minute overtime period and see who wins after that, if that doesn't happen to another full 15, I know that that right there is hurting the players long-term. But if you do that, but you also, as a trade-off, say we're not going to do overtime in the regular season anymore, regular season or ties, you might be able to get away with it on that in that regard. Um, or guarantee each team gets a possession. If you score a touchdown, you have to go for two. How about that? Each team gets a possession no matter what. In that case, you win the toss. You're probably going to want to kick the ball first to see what the other team does before you can decide what you have to do, be it a field goal or a touchdown. Um, But, you know, 
the way it works right now, they say you lose the game or win the game on a coin toss. That's not how it happens. You lose possession potentially. It doesn't mean you lose a game if your defense steps up and plays well. Um, so there's a lot of ways you can, you can approach it. I, or the other way to do it, it, and this might make the most sense, is um, the home team gets possession first if they want it. Do it the way you do it now. Keep the rules the same. Home team gets possession first if they want it. And, uh, and that way there's no coin toss. There's no 50-50. You know going in, it means home field is more important. Uh, even more in the playoffs, more so. But you've got that right then. In an overtime game, you can decide first if you want the ball or if you want to um, uh, give it to the other team first. But And then make the rules what it is now, where a touchdown wins it on the first possession, or you can say both teams get the possession, or you can uh, uh, figure out that way. But that way it's not decided by a coin toss. It's actually decided by what happened in the regular season. Um, so and, and one more question for you. Hit, hit me up on that that happens on Twitter. Do you like seeing upsets in the playoffs? Because I know in March Madness, I always like seeing upsets the first two rounds of the playoffs uh, of, the, of the tournament. I, but when it gets down to like the Sweet 16, um, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, I don't want to see like a 12 seed taking on an 11 seed or anything like that. I want to see the Blue Bloods, the, the best teams get in there at that point. In the NFL, like I don't like I say, I don't really want to see a Bengals 49ers game because I don't think they're the two best teams or even close to being the two best teams. But do you like seeing upsets in the playoffs in the early rounds? Do you prefer it um, to have Cinderella's all the way through? What do you prefer? Uh, and speaking of college hoops, Auburn and Bruce Pearl are number one in the new AP poll um, that was just released. Uh, men's basketball, first time in school history for Auburn, followed by Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, and Kansas. The Big Ten and Big East both have five teams each in the rankings. And it's almost time. It's almost time to get excited for college hoops. Um, it's on the radar. But it won't switch into high gear for me until about five minutes after the Super Bowl ends. That's the beauty of the NFL doing it at the end of the season. And the uh, much of the dismay of college basketball fans probably. It's not as important right now to, to be following college basketball closely uh, until we get past the Super Bowl. And then we get into the conference tournaments and then March Madness. And that's also the uh, the hap- happiest time of the year probably. So uh, that's it for me. At That Happens on Twitter. Um, follow me there. Thanks for tuning into the Jeff Thidoff Show. We'll talk to you later on this week. Have a great day.